Providence, we're, used, we're learning now in Sharaloch of Minik, chapter 38, Lamet Ches, which talks about eating uh, before dawn, before Aloysia Shachar, on a fast day. Now, it's very interesting that the uh, Alter Rebbe in the Tanya, in a, just in a by the way kind of a parenthesis, says a statement which is like very surprising. And it causes a reason for a lot of debate. He wasn't even, you know, it's not Shulchan Aruch, it's not Halacha, it's the Tanya. The Tanya talks about over there, about uh, people fasting to sort of make up for sins. Now the Altarebbe goes through that in our days, we don't have the strength to really fast, the prescribed fasting over there. So he said, but people should still try to once in their lifetime fast, the number of fasts that have been uh, articulated in the Kabbalah Svarim and the other books, telling a person how to fast. But the Alter Rebbe says he can push it off to the shorter days, and then the Alter Rebbe gives an advice. In the parenthesis he says, and also he can make a condition before he goes to sleep that he's going to eat before dawn. So in other words, if he's going to make that day as a fast day, so it shouldn't take such a toll upon him. So the Alter Rebbe says in the Tanya, in the parenthesis, so what he should do is he should taste something provided that he conditioned before the fast started that he will taste something after he gets up. So that'll make it easier for him to fast because he has eaten something before dawn. Now the Alter Rebbe says two things over here. He says, like three hours before dawn. That statement is very perplexing. And the second part of the statement, that three hours before dawn, we'll leave for another time for tomorrow, for another time. But the first even idea about eating before dawn, is it permissible? And before I say the end, I want to say the Rebbe actually brings down in the end of this letter a very interesting halacha that some people don't know. We know the ruling of the halacha is that if you make this condition before you go to sleep, one can eat something. But that only applies if you don't go back to sleep after eating. If you, had a, if you made up that you're going to eat after you get up from the sleep, so you wake up, let's say, before dawn, the Rebbe quotes here from one of the Svarim, from the Eishel Avram, he quotes him, that it's only if he's going to stay up from that point until the davening. But if you think, some people did it, and they didn't realize what Allah is. They just wake up to get their food, and then they go back to sleep. So then he says, then even if you're going to go to sleep again before dawn, you know, you ate something, went to sleep before dawn, then you can't taste anything. This is something that people don't know. The Rebbe quotes here from the Eishel Abram telling you. But with regards to the actual concept of eating before dawn, the Rebbe, the, the person that has the Rebbe, it's brought down in the Kabbalah that one should not eat uh, before dawn, even though before dawn should not eat before dawn. And the Rebbe is asking, how could the Alter Rebbe say that one is allowed to eat uh, before, before dawn? Forget about the three hours, which we'll deal later with. But how could one eat before dawn? And the Rebbe explains, the Rebbe articulates here that there's three issues that we're dealing with here. 
One issue is we know that one is not permitted to eat before davening shachris, b'chlal. One is not permitted to eat. That's based on the verse. It's the Chachamim leaned it on the verse. al hadom, not to eat uh, before you pray to Hashem. So before davening, one is not allowed to eat. That prohibition specifically talks about in the Shulchan Aruch and Simen Peites, chapter uh, 89, about not eating before davening. But that would nothing to do before Alosa Shachar. Because the davening time, only the morning prayer begins with Alosa Shachar. So before Alosa Shachar, there would be no problem with eating then because it's not the time of davening yet. So one could eat before Alosa Shachar from that problem. The second issue we have is when one fasts the day, if the day starts from Alosa Shachar, so technically we're saying that you, the fast begins by Eloisa Shachar, that means you're fasting the next day. You have to start with Shachar. However, if you go to sleep uh, beforehand, then the fast starts from when you go to sleep, not from Eloisa Shachar. The exception, as most of the codifiers rule, and that's the Allah and the Shulchan Aruch, that's why we do it also, that if you condition before you go to sleep that you're going to get up before Aloysia Shachar, and again, as I mentioned before, according to Yisrael Abram, and you're going to stay up from Aloysia Shachar, then that helps for you to allow to eat, and the fast still begins with Aloysia Shachar. And then there's a third independent issue, which is a Kabbalistic, which is based on the mysticism of uh, not eating before Aloysia Shachar. Now, when does that mystical, when does that Zohar uh, apply, that prohibition apply? So he says like this, according to all opinion, once the davening starts, there is that mystical prohibition, which is Aloysia Shachar, that's no question about it. According to uh, all opinions, if you didn't go to sleep at all that night, it, you are allowed to eat, even from the mystical prohibition, you can eat up to Eloisa Shachar if you didn't go to sleep. Now, if you did go to sleep, now here, when you did go to sleep, then is the question, uh, are you allowed to eat before Eloisa Shachar or not? And that would be a question, uh, even if you made the condition, according to the Kabbalah, according to the uh, is, or that would be even a condition wouldn't help you. If you went to sleep, there is a machloikis about this. So, therefore, it turns out, but if one needs to eat, let's say so that he can daven better or for medicine, for healing, that is also not included. The Isser of the Kabbalah does not apply in those ways. So, therefore, the Alter Rebbe explains. When the Alter Rebbe in the Geras HaTshuva was talking about, he wasn't discussing this Isser of eating after chatzois uh, from the Zohar. There are situations one is allowed to eat, like we said before. If it's a situation for refua or uh, he needs to eat it for dhamma. So the Altarebbe, not getting involved in that particular machlokis, just said that if you have three hours before Alin Shachar, you can eat something. But because there are ways that you can eat if you need to. And the Rebbe didn't get involved. He's just talking about that it would still be considered a fast, not regardless of whether there's a Kabbalah, the Kiris, or the two opinions. But the Rebbe says, by the way, the Rebbe says, it seems to him, in a footnote, the Rebbe says, that the Rebbe rules that you should be allowed to eat, even according to the Kabbalah, 
before Elisha Shachar, since the Alter Rebbe does not bring it down in the Shulchan Aruch. He only brings down the law that, uh, that you're not allowed to eat before uh, be, uh, uh, before Shachris, uh, before Elisha Shachar, but he doesn't say starting with Chatzos, which seems to be a very uh, issue of the of, of, of some that are prohibited, and therefore the Rebbe doesn't think that that's a problem, even though the Rebbe said there's a difference because the Magan Avram brings down both Chatzos and Elisha Shachar, and the Alter Rebbe doesn't bring it down, maybe because it's a new halacha, but that's what the Rebbe seems to rule. And again, the other issue, which is a very problematic issue. The Rebbe comes up with an ingenious idea how to explain the three hours before Alois Shachar, which doesn't seem, what does what three hours before Alois Shachar have to do with the time of eating, but we'll leave that for tomorrow.